Welcome back, everyone. It's me, Lucas Walker, from Gorgeous, your host of the Ecom Swipeball. And today, I'm joined by Steve Morales. And Steve, uh, I know we've been going back and forth a bunch of times. I got your website up. We did IT support for half an hour, but I forgot to ask you your title. So I know you're with nydj.com, an awesome, awesome fashion brand. I love the uh, gold, the classic Mustang right there on the homepage. Uh, I'll let you introduce yourself so I don't uh, I don't mess it up. And tell me, tell us a little bit more about NYDJ, and then let's get into talking about how you're preparing for BFCM. Sure, sounds good. Thanks again for having me. Um, so Steve Morales here, uh, Vice President of Marketing at mm -hmm. NYDJ. Um, NYDJ was founded about 15, 16 years ago. It used to be called Not Your Daughter's Jeans. Oh, um, cool. I was going to ask yeah. what NYDJ stands for. <laughs> yeah, so it used to be called Not Your Daughter's Jeans. Um, you know, premium denim brand uh, made by women for women. Mm -hmm. And, you know, really focused on fit. So, you know, uh, tagline is fit is everything. Mm -hmm. And it's true. You know, it's true. Yeah. A good fit makes you look very well dressed regardless of Completely. the, uh, and makes you feel great. It does. You can buy a really expensive off the rack suit and it looks like garbage because you, you it's just a bad fit. The label doesn't yeah. matter. The, the nothing matters. I love that. I love it. And just spitballing. It's funny because you've been around for, for so long now. I bet a lot of the the daughters who started to to wear not your daughter's jeans are now wearing not your mom's jeans. Right, completely. Yeah, it's interesting to see just how stylistically things are kind of coming back around and and seeing how we fit. And you know, with us, it's not only the you know design, but our our always evolving uh, fabric technology. Yeah. Um, so you know, when when we launched, it was our, our lift up technology. You know that that helped women. We have now a cool embrace technology. Um, the one you referenced uh, mm -hmm. with, with the woman uh, leaning against the, the beautiful Mustang. Uh, mm -hmm. It's our new black last um, yeah. that is made up of uh, recycled plastic bottles. Um, oh. And the black uh, stays for quite a number of washes. Oh, wow. I think it's like, you know, 90 or so washes. Oh, wow. Um, Especially for so really excited. you don't wash that often. That's, <laughs> I mean, I'm excited. Do they come in men's? Can, can I get a pair? Unfortunately, unfortunately they don't. Uh, can, can you get us some samples? Or we got to be about the same size yeah. here, Steve. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll see what we can work out. Um, but yeah, so, so really excited about launching those. Um, and then my background, you know, I knew her to NYDJ. I came on board last December, um, mm -hmm. but have been working in the fashion space for probably about seven to eight years more recently in women's contemporary brands. Uh, but I got my start in the music business. Oh, cool. So, Were you yeah, in the music 15, business? 16 years ago, started at Warner Brothers Records. Mm -hmm. um, I've been doing social media and digital marketing um, since before it was deemed that. Um, mm -hmm. So did a lot of stuff back in the day, just uh, grinding into MySpace and yeah, having wow. Google pages for our bands. Um, you know, but I always tried to be on, you know, the cusp of what was next. Mm -hmm. um, so from there, went to go work for the Bob Marley estate and help wow. them with their Facebook page and, you know, started their Instagram account. So I've always been looking for ways to, uh, you know, leverage technology, you know, to connect with people. Um, oh. Got out of the music business and then started working with startups and fashion brands. Oh, cool. Uh, and then now I'm here at NYDJ. That's, that's amazing. So, so let's keep going with, with that. Is NYDJ using TikTok now? <laughs> Not yet. No, um, gorgeous on TikTok. Our, our customer is, is a little older. Uh, yeah. consumer um but uh not not yet us utilizing tiktok but we'll see we have a, a good influencer campaign that we're continuing to grow since yeah. i've been here 
Um, and I think as you know, we uh, we see what's appropriate, we'll, we'll maybe make some TikToks. I like that. Um, you'd be surprised at uh, some of the hashtags for for women over thirty on uh, on TikTok. They they really took over during the quarantine, and I think that this is a great way to to really gear up with using gorgeous because there's no better feedback uh, of anything than talking to your customers. Completely. And with gorgeous. Um, I love this. It's because uh, I think that a lot of brands are in your position where, especially you're up for the holidays, they hear about this massive organic reach. Influencers are still cheaper on TikTok. Is it worth doing it? And I always say, listen to your customers. Because if your customers are on TikTok, you should be on TikTok, regardless of, of everything else. But it, it can be hard to really uh, do that. And so you can do a lot of cool things like send um, an email out to everyone and say, hey, what do you prefer, Instagram or TikTok? and then have them vote in, the, in that email, or even just reply and set up that filter in that view, and just measure that to see, is this a sizable amount? So I love um, just being able to tie in doing marketing research into customer support. But I think that that's um, not quite what we were going to, to discuss, but uh, I had a great punchline and you gave me the setup, so I'm gonna take it. But there let's talk go. about uh, BFCM because Obviously, when you're doing something really cutting edge and using new new fabrics, and I'm assuming that you do you manufacture domestically. Where do you manufacture? What part of the world? Um, so we have we have uh, domestic part, or we have uh, manufacturing partners all over the world that we work with. Um, so it just depends on you know where where the specialties lie. Um, so we have you know some. We're excited about rolling out a new category mm -hmm. um, called Forever Comfort. Um, so there you go. You have the exclusive that we're going to be <laughs> rolling yeah. out this forever comfort. It's going to be um, our tees and comfort wear, you know, made in LA um, mm -hmm. that we're really excited about launching uh, in the next month, month and a half. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming then for BFCM, you're doing some, some new product launches, et cetera. What else are you doing around BFCM and how are you um, if I had to guess, it sounds like you're trying to find more domestic manufacturers and suppliers um, uh, it just with, with everything that's going on. So as you are preparing for BFCM, what are some of the steps that you're taking to deal with, with COVID-19 and just all the, I don't even know what to, to call it anymore, challenges yeah. that 2020 has brought us. So calling 2020 challenges is not... Uh, I mean, <laughs> we all know we all know what 2020 is. You you know what I mean. Uh, I'm sure. not using challenges lightly. I just there's there's no word to describe what uh, what 2020 has brought us. And uh, it's funny we were talking about this before. I was supposed to record a podcast with Joe Exotic earlier today, but they had to cancel because they had uh, the team had was battling COVID and getting over COVID. So it's just the most 2020 thing ever. But Completely. nobody nobody here another tangent. How are <laughs> Steve, how are you preparing NYDJ for, um, for BFCM and some of those measures to go in with your promotions, but also so that you're not left hanging if you, you run a promotion and then you're out of inventory and you realize, well, we discounted too much and now we're not making any sales and just all kinds of excruciating uh, customer support issues. What would you, how are, are some of the ways that you're preparing for BFCM that if maybe a smaller brand or another large brand was listening to the podcast that you would hope that they might not do as well as you, but would say, hey, professional courtesy, take, sure. the, take these steps. Yeah. Yeah. So I think with us, it's about, you know, understanding the situation at hand and understanding what our customers 
um, want and kind of expect from us. So, you know, um, when the pandemic broke out, what we did was we put together almost like a dual phase plan, mm -hmm. um, which was our, our relief efforts. We partnered with our longstanding partner, United Way, mm -hmm. um, and we donated 10% of our uh, proceeds to their relief efforts. Wow, but then we you. also, at the very minimum, um, gave a 25% off discount code because we knew that, you know, we want to do something for our customers um, because to understand what they were going through, but then we also wanted to, to give back in a way. Um, so that's how we rolled out. And then now we're in our phase two um, of our Together We Thrive campaign where we're starting to roll out more face coverings. And, you know, we're now looking at um, just keeping that communication with our customer, trying to understand how she's feeling, where she's at, which is, you know, another reason why we bumped up our, um, new categories and our comfort wear from spring 21 into this year because we felt like you know it was something that she was going to be looking for um, just because her work environment has changed her home environment has changed um, how she's interacting with her children now having to be schooling from home mm -hmm. um, you know we felt like it was a good idea to, to move this category up you know from being spring 21 launch originally you know to this October um, and then beyond that just seeing you know what uh, else we can do to, to, to mine the gap for her. So, you know, we are going to be rolling out uh, virtual stylists um, that we're leveraging some of our sales associates and managers at our own retail stores. Um, so we have, you know, both all time zones covered. Um, and they, when they started opening back up, um, each of them were on different cadences as we do have some in New York, we have some in Colorado, we have some in Arizona. Um, they're all doing, you know, virtual styling, FaceTime appointments, Zoom appointments, just re regular phone call appointments. And that was something that we wanted to extend out to our um, direct-to-consumer customer as well. So that's something that we're going to be rolling out, um, figuring out how we, we work that into Gorgeous as well. Mm -hmm. So that way everything is tracked appropriately. Well, well, I, <laughs> uh, we're, we're, you're, you're pitching me a softball down the middle. <laughs> may, may I just take this and just... Just hit it there out of the go. park. You got one chance. Um, so it's funny that you mentioned that because I was talking to you with a product team about the power of mobile and really like that's the future of online shopping. It's, hey, this is my look. You take a selfie in the mirror and do it over text, not even within the app. Just text like you would a friend. Say, hey, this is, uh, these are the shoes and the blazer that I'm wearing. What, what bottom would go well? And then the stylist in store when there's no customers can almost act like a support agent or you have a virtual showroom that you can go to and say, these are the ones that we recommend and put it up with a, with a mannequin or, or even just holding it up and sending that picture back. You say, cool, that looks great. You send back a quick payment link, go through Apple pay and the transaction's done in two minutes. Like yeah, that's exactly. the future of retail shopping. Completely. And then looking at a brand like us where we have a customer that, you know, primarily shopped at Nordstrom. Mm -hmm. So we go and we break that down, you know, with my team. And I say, why did she shop at Nordstrom? You know, mm -hmm. we're the number one women's denim brand at Nordstrom. Uh, Nordstrom is our number one wholesale partner. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So understanding like, okay, you know, there were women that discovered us, you mm -hmm. know, shopping at Nordstrom. What made them want to become NYDJ customers? Um, and then how do we mimic that, you know, where maybe her Nor local Nordstrom isn't open yet? So mm -hmm. how do we mimic that now online and how do we super serve them and, you know, uh, take into account everything that she's dealing with. So that's something that we're really excited to roll out. And then, you know, beyond that new categories. And then, you know, the golden question I think is, uh, is when do you start your, your Black Friday, Cyber Monday 
uh, promotions and, you know, what, how early is too early. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is Labor Day too early? <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, that, that's what we were wondering. We were like, oh, on Monday, we were like, are we going to start seeing Labor Day promotions kick in? You know, and then we didn't see it Monday. didn't see it, saw some Tuesday night. And then mm -hmm. most kicked in, you know, Wednesdays. So just kind of keeping an eye on, on the market as well and being ready and, and nimble. And that's another reason why we're very excited to be on Shopify um, and just excited to be working with, you know, our, our technological partners. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, we saw while, while setting up the call and just having some audio issues, how, <laughs> and this is something that we both want to do. If you're shopping and you know you can go to Nordstrom's or know you can go to a competitor, you have to have that flawless experience. And by the time that the technology is available, it's already antiquated. When you're looking at what the competition's doing, by the time you can roll it out, it was antiquated the moment that it shipped and it's sure. the, the expiry date started going and taking off. And now when you, bring if you try to replicate that customer attention spans are getting shorter and i mean we have all the stats but really it really is that race and the moment that that hammer drops the the uh stopwatch like the 60 seconds tick 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 tick, tick starts counting down um and speed really does does matter and i just love that you're prepping already pulling things ahead of time looking at data of well, what are the challenges uh, that we we had to solve. And my, my last question that I always like to ask the uh, the big players is how do you balance? And I, the, it, it's probably a different answer now than before COVID. But how do you balance keeping your customers happy by being available to shop for them and when they're available and when where they want to be, but also your large retail partners happy? Because as much as um, everyone is customer centric and it's the end consumer who really does matter. When you're selling by by the truckload to to big sure. customers, <laughs> their their opinion matters a little bit more than yeah than uh, just the average shopper. So, yeah, completely. I think it's you know it's something that you know it's a case by case basis, and mm -hmm. you know it's it's a working relationship. So we have an amazing sales team, mm -hmm. um, and you know we just look at what makes the most sense for the business, but also what makes the most sense for for all parties involved. Um, and it's just everything. It's a compromise. So, you know, you have a, a great partner, um, as we do in Nordstrom, down to, you know, our, our great partners in, in our boutiques, you know, mm -hmm. um, along with our own dot com. Um, and you just try to, you know, you can never make everyone happy, but, no. you know, life is about compromise. So it is. Uh, that's that's it, what it is. It is. When I was running in my store, we dabbled in a little bit of retail as well. And we sold it to um, TJ Maxx or, um, here in Canada, Winners, Marshalls, Home Sense, the thing, and a lot of retailers don't don't like that. But the way that I viewed it is, a good partner never wants to stop you from making money and making sales. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that your product's available somewhere else is not going to be why somebody doesn't buy it from your store. And it's tough sometimes to not burn those bridges, but to to make those tough decisions to say, well. If you don't understand that we need to be available to our customers in as many places that they shop, that you, you're not partners, yeah. like what are you willing to do? Then don't carry any of our competition. It's it's a two-way street. It's always tough to to find that balance. I'm really glad that you said that managing those those partners um, and keeping keeping them happy, which is always much uh, much. Uh, we use. I might edit this out, but to bring it uh, full up, 
we used the word challenges earlier on about 2020. That's a challenge, keeping everyone happy uh, when you have customers of all different shapes and, and sizes. So, Well, I think too, it's like what this year, what's you know been very interesting about this year is I think that it has you know provided us an opportunity to really look at all of our uh, relationships and partnerships. And, you know, if I, you know, call you as Nordstrom or call you as, you know, uh, Jane's Boutique, a partner, you know, mm -hmm. I, I want to truly, you know, commit to that definition. What is a partnership? Yeah. Um, and, and how is that, you know, something that we're, we have open communication and, you know, we, we recognize the challenges that each are facing. Um, so I think that's been interesting this year, more specifically on, on my end with our technological partners. Um, it's been interesting to see kind of how, how we're adapting and how we're working with each other uh, and compromising. Whereas, you know, some, they, they try to, you know, uh, plant their feet in the ground and say, no, this is, you know, it's, uh, this is the way it's going to be. And, and we've, you know, uh, parted ways with some of those partners because we didn't feel like they were actually being, you know, good partners to us. So it's been a very interesting year for us to uh, see that as well. Oh, wow. It's, yeah, it's always eye-opening sometimes no matter what the the size is and it's just it's tough to to cut a bad partner loose but it's also very uh very liberating at times so for sure awesome well let's not end on a high note steve um where can people find you do you have an nydj promo code for for our listeners what what can we do to to help you out? i really appreciate you coming on i wish we could chat for forever but where can people find you what does nydj have coming up uh, are you looking to hire? What What do you need? What can our audience and listeners do uh, do for you if if uh, lightning strikes and you happen to hit the right ears of uh, of someone? <laughs> sure. Yeah. So definitely um, find us at nydj.com primarily. Mm -hmm. uh, nydj on most uh, social platforms, yeah. and then you know come to our site, and we'll definitely uh, extend a uh, coupon code uh, fifteen percent off. If anybody, we'll we'll just do your name, Lucas. Oh, so you know what, Lucas. Nope. Lucas nope. 15. Gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous page for the podcast. Gorgeous 15. Go. And I'll share it with the, uh, the team as well. Gorgeous 15 it is. So gorgeous That's 15 right. for 15% off, uh, you know, your, your first order. And um, yeah, enjoy. Awesome. Thanks so much, Steve. Thanks for coming on and uh, happy selling. Thank you.